The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. What's the power of admitting you're wrong? What's the power of telling somebody Avol Hashem I heard this story from both the mother and the daughter, but they asked me not to use their name or the city, and I'll respect that. I'll create a name and a city, although I will tell you I heard it from both the mother and the daughter multiple times. It was a few years ago on a Matzah Shabbos from a city in New York that this daughter of about 20 said goodbye to her mother with a few friends. They were driving through the night Matzah Shabbos to attend a friend's chas on a Sunday in another city. And we'll say that the name of the daughter will call her Sarah. The mother will make up the last name. Mrs. Cohn says, Good night, Sarah. Good evach. Safe traveling through the night, Sarah, with your two friends, and they leave. About an hour and 20 minutes later, the phone rings. Matzah Shabbos. Mrs. Cohn picks up, and the police tell her, You're Mrs. Cohn, your daughter is Sarah? Yes. I want you to know she's fine. We've never seen a miracle like this. She wants to tell you about it herself. She's in the emergency room with her two friends, but only for observation. And through tears from the hospital, only for observation, Sarah tells her mother, Mrs. Cohn, we never saw such Nisim. We were driving. There was black ice. We obviously didn't see it. The car skidded out of control. There were no barriers on the side of the road, only a cliff. There was about a 40-foot stretch that had a barrier. The car skidded on the black ice, spun out of control, and it could have just gone right over the cliff. Nes betoch, nes betoch, nes. It hit up against the barrier on the side. People saw the car and said, there's no way who's inside is alive. The cops came. And the cops, the police marked down that it was a miracle. It's a miracle that there was a barrier. It's a miracle they weren't killed upon impact. They're merely here under observation. Sarah's crying. Mrs. Cohn is crying. The officer gets back on to reassure the mother. And Mrs. Cohn says, Officer, I have one question to ask you. What time did the accident happen and you had to file the report? He looks down and he says, It was 9.37 p.m. 9.37 p.m. and the phone, Mrs. Cohn hangs up. Let's back up to Shalashudah seven hours earlier. It's Shabbos afternoon and Mrs. Cohn wants to take a Shabbos afternoon nap. She takes a nap before Mincha, before Shalashudah, and when she wakes up, she's trembling. Why? 
in her nap, her own mother came to her in a dream. Mrs. Cohn's mother, Sarah's grandmother, had passed away just a bit before. Mrs. Cohn says, Ma, you're dressed in white. You look so angelic. But you're sobbing. The mother, the grandmother, says to the daughter, Mrs. Cohn, I'm doing well and I'm all in white. But I'll tell you why I'm sobbing. You know that in the family, again, I'll make up a name, there's a particular relative, we'll say Mrs. Stein, that there's an issue, there's a lack of shalom. I want you to know, the truth is we may very well be right. We may very well be that we were totally wrong. Even if we're right, I'm begging you. When Shabbos ends, call our relative Mrs. Stein and make amends. The grandmother, the mother of Mrs. Cohn was sobbing and begging, Give me your word, give me your word, assure me you'll call Mrs. Stein when Shabbos is over. Mrs. Cohn told me she woke up and she davened Mincha and she was trembling. Her mother never came to her in a dream. Her mother looked angelic, but her mother was sobbing. And quite honestly, she had no interest in calling Mrs. Cohn. She felt Mrs. Excuse me, Mrs. Stein. Mrs. Stein should be calling. I have no interest in calling her. My mother's begging. So I made Havdalah, she tells me. And I said to him and to him for an hour, Hashem, give me the strength. Give me the koyach that I should be able to call Mrs. Stein, our cousin, and make amends. I finished the Hillim and I picked up the phone and I started talking to Mrs. Stein and I wasn't guilty of Avo and I wasn't guilty of Elonu Baishas upon him. I said, let's make amends. I want to make amends. Mrs. Cohn tells me, I made amends with Mrs. Stein. It was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. We made peace. And I hung up the phone. And I wanted to know what time I made peace and did something I've never done in my life. And she tells me, Rabbi Shapiro, I made peace at 9.37 p.m. And it was later that evening that Sarah called and said, Ma, the officer gets on and says, we never saw such a miracle. We never saw such a miracle. Officer, what time did that happen? 9.37 p.m. I heard this multiple times with Mrs. Cohen and Sarah. I only changed the name of mother, daughter, cousin, and city. It's exactly the way it happened. She asked me to please go ahead and to tell people when you're not guilty of Elonu Baishas Aponim, when you're not guilty of Avol, even though it's difficult and even though it's hard, she told me it's what saved my daughter's life. 9.37 p.m. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.